Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to Aphrodite's Oracle. You are listening to Aphrodite's Oracle. My name is Valerie. I am your host. And today we are talking about observation versus experience. And Happy New Year, everyone, by the way. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Welcome to the age of Aquarius. And guys, I wanted to share with you another notes section of my phone. I'm finding this is a habit. It's becoming habitual to have a sort of idea come to me at night. So again, we are reading from the notes section of my phone. And I wanted to talk about observation versus experience and how a lot can go on in our minds, in our heads, and how, you know, that can be extremes in some cases. We have big fantasies that go on in our heads but are never actually experienced with the body. And we also have great fears that go on inside of our heads that never actually happen in reality. So we think and we ruminate and we observe the experiences of other people, maybe through our screens, through television, through film, or even through social media. And sometimes this leads us to believing or thinking that we are knowledgeable about a topic, but instead we only have knowledge. And so this is the topic today. You see, being knowledgeable implies action. The suffix of that word is able, knowledge able. And and this implies an ability or an application of the knowledge. So, ladies and gentlemen, do you have knowledge in your head or are you knowledgeable in your body through experiential action? You see, experience doesn't happen with the mind. It happens with the body. And this is how we become embodied and We learn the lessons our souls came here to learn. In fact, this is how we are meant to live. To find out where we are knowledgeable or to find something that we are qualified to speak about, we need to look at what we have actually done and not just read about or seen other people do. And this this may sound obvious, but with this information age, it's not all that obvious. And we can find ourselves becoming so ingrained in the information gathering process that we forget to actually have the experience. You know, we read, we can read about the benefits of yoga or meditation anywhere these days but we actually have to 
do these things to get the benefits. We just cannot continue to read about experiences of travel or experiences of spiritual enlightenment or experiences of incredible sensuality. The body is meant meant to feel these things. And in the spiritual world, we need to be aware of this, especially because not everyone who teaches about chakras has experienced their own chakras on a deep level. And not every person who writes about tantric sex has experienced it firsthand. Do you see, as humans, we trust our minds so much. Uh, we might even trust our minds more than we, we trust our bodies. And so when we read something on, say, chakras or tantric sex, we understand it cognitively. So we trust our minds so much that we trick ourselves into thinking we know as much as we need to know just by reading about it and understanding it cognitively. And through that cognition without action, we run the risk of becoming hollow as we are only lightly tapping the essence of life with gloves over our hands instead of using our bare palms and fingers to dig into the essence of life. Observation may create the urge for a certain experience, and, and this is actually great. This is wonderful. This is inspiration in the works. It's freshness, it's excitement, and it's the juiciness of life. But we can't stop there. We must actually have the experience. And an example here would be if somebody learned all about skydiving and it becomes their obsession. They read blogs, watch videos, talk to people who have done it, and they spend a lot of time in this information gathering phase. But this person never actually jumps out of a plane themselves and feels the feeling of skydiving in their actual body. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the feeling of the experience that leads to gnosis uh, or experiential knowledge, knowledge ability. Without this gnosis, there is an inherent lack and a mismatch of energy. You see, the mind of that person spends a lot of energy on this topic, skydiving. It could be anything. It could be meditation. It could be writing a book. It could be um, sensual experiences, whatever it may be. The mind is saturated with this, and yet the body lacks experiences. The person themselves lacks experience. There is no, quote, body of knowledge attached to the mental stimulation of the idea of the pursuit. So in this way, our example person has a lot of experience in researching, but none in bodily action. And this absolutely matters because if the action never ends up following the course of the mind, 
there will be an energetic discord because you see this weakens our entire being over an extended period of time the mind burns out and the body becomes lazy we become stagnant and we start to believe that we know about topics or experiences that we have only read about or watched other people do it's not the same observation does not create experience in the same way that having knowledge does not make a person knowledgeable the internet is an illusion it makes us believe that we have access to all known information on a specific topic and i'm guilty of this up until recently i thought you know what's the point in buying books on so many things that i'm interested in when i can just do a quick google search well in reality through the internet we rarely find new experiential knowledge we're rarely finding the output of somebody who has the body experience and of this be sure accessing information via the internet is not a substantial means to feed the internal hunger we have for experiences it's like chewing gum our mouth is moving and our digestive juices are being activated yet no nutrients are being assimilated into our bodies there is no real food it's just chewing and assimilating air there is no swallowing and digesting of nutrients so in this way we are not feeding our body in ayurvedic medicine the ability to digest information cognitively and the ability to digest digest food are interrelated these concepts um, are interrelated so one informs the other somebody with a strong constitution their ability to digest and assimilate nutrients from the food they're eating makes them better able to understand and assimilate new information i do want to touch quickly on the opposing side of this as well because i do believe that social media perpetuates this side as well and and this is called experience hunting i call it experience hunting or the constant seeking of newness or new experiences with a lack of contemplation adrenaline hunting never satisfied in the moment and always looking for the next thing acting on impulse without any contemplation whatsoever and here we are not digesting the experience so one trip after another one relationship after another one pursuit of creativity after another without allowing ourselves to assimilate the experience and become better from it that is really the key here and so with adrenaline hunting you see a lot of um countdowns one of my best friends growing up she was always in the mode of counting down 
It was like this many days till Christmas, this many days till summer, this many days till my birthday. And so those countdowns were forever keeping her consciousness anywhere but the present moment. I don't think that this is abnormal. I think that this is a very normal thing that we do as people. And I'm using that as as an example to show us how adrenaline hunting or experience hunting keeps us from fully assimilating our experiences and being knowledgeable. Remember, being able to apply the knowledge it it implies in ability. So this is a shadow side of going ahead and having the experience but not fully assimilating it. This can stunt our spiritual growth and ultimately harm us because when we act from this, quote, experience hunter awareness, we lose the lesson and we repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again. So this is the way out. Okay, we, we take action towards experiences that inspire us. And the first action very well may be researching it. And that's probably an intelligent way to begin, but proceed to live out the action. Do it with your body, not just your mind. This is how we become wise as the years pass and not just older. In this way, we become wise as we age. And this is why in most cultures, the elders of the community are celebrated. These people that have lived longer and longer, they've had more life experience and so they become knowledgeable. Instead of allowing our mind to turn in circles and ruminate on something. What's happening here is our mind is searching for a bodily experience to connect with the cerebral information. And we're not finding that body of knowledge from being stuck in our head all the time. So to ultimately form knowledge or knowledgeability that results from the experience. So when the mind instead finds nothing to connect with, the concept does not get off the ground and we find ourselves in a sea of almosts, should have, could have, and we don't have the experience in our body to match all of the activity that goes on in the head. So just be uh, aware of how much time you're spending actually living your life versus researching your life or observing the lives of other people. So with that, I leave you and I wish you all a wonderful January and excellent Aquarius season. I hope that all of you are living the life that pleases your mind and your body and we're taking the time to consciously engage in experiences that 
make us wiser. So thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.